Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. Hi, this is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Christian Roth of BD Diesel. I'm Braden Fleece, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. Today's episode comes from a listener. His name is Blake, and he had messaged us on Instagram and shared a really cool build he had, and we we saw it and we fell in love with it. He's got a half-ton GM truck that he swapped a Duramax-Allison combo into, and he's built this truck to just tear up the track. So we're going to chat with him about where the idea came from, how he got everything to fit, some of the companies that helped him put this truck together, and what his ultimate goal is with it at the track. So it's going to be a great time chatting with him. Before we get to the podcast, so I want to see all of our fans on our Discord channel. If you're a hardcore diesel podcast fan, you're listening every week, you subscribe on YouTube, get the notifications right away. We see you commenting. You need to join our Discord. It's a way to engage with us more, other podcast fans, see cool builds. There's a lot of ideas that are bounced off of all of us for you know ideas with how to make a truck faster, more reliable. Um, ideas with parts, combinations of parts that work really well for daily driving, towing, creating the you know ultimate reliable daily driver. It's a fun place to be. You're going to find a link down below, whether you're watching on YouTube or a podcast app, or you can go to our Instagram page. Just search the Diesel Podcast. There's a link in our bio that'll take you right there. Also, for our shop owners out there, I wanted to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, which is Dieselmatic. And I've chatted with Nick from Dieselmatic several times about ways that they help diesel shop owners maximize their website, find customers that fit their business model, whether you're just doing maintenance, just do performance, you do a little bit of both. There's things they can do with your website to make that process smoother and give you a return on your investment. Go to dieselmatic.com. We have a discount code for you. Use TDP15. You'll get 15% off your first four months. And just going on their website, there's a lot of background information you can find, a lot of helpful information they have there. I encourage you to browse around, look. If you want a consultation, you can schedule one right on their website. Somebody will contact you, and they'll be able to tell you how they can help your business grow. All right, let's get to the podcast with Blake and chatting about this half-ton Duramax swap truck. Blake, welcome to the Diesel Podcast. I these podcasts are always really hard with the beautiful trucks in the background in the video because I don't know where to look. Like, am I looking at the camera? Am I looking at the truck? And it looks like a really nice, a really nice uh, Chevy you got behind you. So I'm excited to have you on. I appreciate you reaching out to us on Instagram to tell us about the build. It's really cool. And I know we're going to have a great time today. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm glad our schedules finally met up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did. It's, uh, I mean, I'm not quite sure exactly, you know, where to start, but I know you're really passionate about this truck. It's something you've worked hard on. And I wanted to ask you, you know, to start, like, how did you become a Duramax fan? How did you get into, you know, the GM platforms? Where did that all start? Gotcha. So, I mean, my whole life, I've always been a Chevy guy. So, uh, when it came time, I was looking, always messed with stuff here and there. And the first truck I had, always messing with it. Can I get a little more power here, there? And I had a, a five, three and, you know, the hypertech programmer and stuff. So I started looking at, you know, I wanted to lift it. I wanted something lifted with big tires and stuff. So I started looking around at the diesels and I knew I had to be GM. 
I wasn't going to go with anything else. And then uh, I found my first truck, which was actually this motor and training. Um, it's a 2001 LB7, right? Cab long And uh, I got, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know a thing. The first day <laughs> I had it, it uh, the batteries died. And I hooked it up to the jump box and the intake heater started smoking a little bit. And I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> and hopefully it does. And, uh, and then it came, it had the, an edge juice with attitude on it, the, the super old version. And I messed with that a little bit. And then, you know, the more I got into it, I started getting all, and then I'm on the forums online and I'm reading into it. And, and then it just started tumbling from there. I went, looked around online and, uh, Evan with Limitless was like the guy for getting the tranny built. And I knew that's where I had to start. So I went and had him build the tranny the first time around. And uh, I had it for two days and blew the head gaskets. <laughs> <laughs> two days with a, with a built tranny to him. And then uh, blew the head gaskets. And from there, I went to a uh, guy. Carl McQuillan was a local guy for me, does a lot of engine builds. And that's where we just, we just went from zero to a hundred. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was now, now we're doing a full build because I'm taking the motor out. Yeah. And that's how we ended up down that road. <laughs> now, when you were, when you were going zero to a hundred with the build, did you have a particular power number in mind or was there a, like a quarter mile time or eighth mile time that you were really shooting for? Originally, um really that that 700 horse was like the goal to start with and and i knew like 650 700 it would be pushing the stock bottom end so when the head gaskets went that's that's what i was thinking and honestly when i did the motor drag racing wasn't even on my mind oh i I had never been to the track before i just like like to light mess around be quicker than my buddy's truck that was all i started with (laughs) (laughs) that's usually how it starts there's always that one friend or a group of friends we have that kind of jump into the diesel world first and then that's how it was for me and i'm like man this gas truck i have doesn't keep up anymore i guess i've got to join join the diesel crowd and then you know you start getting into parts and things like that and it's it's always really tough too like when you're first starting out it's like you know what's a power number like what's a thousand horse what's 1200 what's 900 it's so hard to relate to but yeah, I'm sure when you got the built trans and you went out and had some fun with it, you knew what that felt like. And you're like, okay, now I want more. And it's just this process you go through with it. Yep. You just get hooked. And then it's like, oh, <laughs> I, if I do this, I can, you know, I could tweak a little more. And then you find that next <laughs> new link. And then you're like, oh, yeah. well, if I do this, then we can jump it up. We can get a set of injectors. We can go a little, a little faster here. Then so, with, with, well, with the engine and the air fuel setup, what, what kind of parts and what kind of power level did you build it towards? um as it sits now <laughs> yeah <laughs> now uh the goal lately has really been to hit the thousand horse number and uh right now it's got a s472 in the valley and a gt5588 as the atmosphere charger and uh set 100 percent over exergy injectors the 12 mil exergy pump and an air dog 200 so you got some air and some fuel under the hood there. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. This is the first well, time with compounds actually this year. So, one of the the really cool things about this build 
is that you've got that engine and transmission in a half ton. And I wanted to ask you where where did those where where did the diesel passion and then putting in a half ton how did those merge together? Well, so with the original truck I bought, it was I lifted it. It was on thirty fives, big mud tires and stuff. And a buddy of ours actually talked us into coming down to the track with it. So I went to the track for the first time, hooked me. And I was like, this is awesome. I want to <laughs> race it more. So I actually I went down south and I bought a crew cab shortman roller, and I was like, I'm gonna put it in this switch everything over to that and you know if i get really into the racing i'll be able to put a cage in it and you won't see it from the outside and uh it'll be kind of a sleeper and that'll be a that'll be a cool build so that's where we started going for like thousand horse that's the number so we i put it i swapped it into that truck i drove in that truck for about two years and i was trying to stay with the big single and um just screwing around with uh the the front end would walk around on me and stuff and and then two years or last year i decided i was like man i, I really wish i could cut some weight out of the screw cab like i want to want it lighter but i want to drive it i you know yeah. i want to i want to drive it on the street i don't want a full race truck i want to be lighter and and how can i keep as much luxury on the inside and and niceness to drive and be lighter and then simplify things because I pull the tranny out of it almost every year and you know, refresh it and, and just check everything over. So I was like, I wonder, I wonder how much lighter a regular cab short bed half ton is. And then I, then I started researching that and I'm like, they can't be too much different on the frame. So I took my truck over. My dad actually had a regular cab short bed gas truck. And I went over there and just took the tape measure with me and started making some <laughs> measurements. And I'm like, this, this will fit. <laughs> actually not too far off. <laughs> And, uh, that's where it started <laughs> how now as far as putting the engine and transmission in and, and putting it in the half ton were there some challenges you ran into either with space or with the electronics or just getting everything to work together in, in that half ton truck um well as far as like starting from the back forward like the leaf spring perches and stuff are actually the same distance apart so it's got an aam 11 and a half three-quarter ton rear end in it as it says, bolts right in. Um, and then I obviously ditched the four wheel drive for two wheel drive and I had to cut out that cross member on the frame. There's pinch welds and I cut out all the gas or cross member and the, the Allison cross member actually bolts into the bottom of the frame. So I was set there. And then when I got to the engine, the, I took the, I ordered a set of brand new 2,500, uh motor mount to frame bracket actually and i cut them in half and then uh, a buddy of mine's got a machine shop and we mocked up where the sides to that bracket would have to be to slide the duramax in there we made them kind of long and then a couple times with the cherry picker and picked out our holes and this truck actually if you wanted to go back to a gas truck, you could, the frame brackets and all that aren't modified. They're, they're okay. still there. So the next thing came with the intercooler. This has the 2,500 core support. So it's got the stock intercooler radiator. They're three inches taller from the factory. So this truck's actually got a three inch body lift. So that lines up the core support with the fenders and the cab. So you have to, you lift the whole body except for the core support. 
to wind things up. <laughs> it seems like GM made it kind of easy to, in a way, swap it yeah, direction to Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, this is actually a gas cab from Georgia. And uh, I swapped the, so I had to swap the dash harness out of it. So I take the whole dash out and I bought a donor truck and we took the whole dash out of that and switched the electronics over. I, I read around, there's a few things you could change and like repin the ECM and stuff, but I found it easier. I needed the motor and tranny out of another truck and I had it and I was like, I'm just gonna change them around and see if I can retain as much factory wiring as I can. And it worked out really well. Yeah, I bet that simplified it too versus you know the more the more factory it is and it, it, as much of it as you can keep factory probably just streamlines the whole process saves some money too yeah and then all your all your creature comfort still works so you, your your cruise control and all your hvac controls all still work and they're all work just like gm truck so and my my fleece tap shifter that came from my other truck still works oh nice so got changed up so came out now I wanted to ask you about that because we we see people talking about the tap shifter a lot and and uh, I've had Braden and Chase on but I haven't asked about the tap shifters like for daily driving how what's your impression of it how much what does it allow you to do as far as you know just driving every day and just kind of having fun um I mean when I had the big single it was nice to be able to command it to drop down down into fourth or into third and help come up on the charger a little quicker when I really wanted it to, but for me, I think the biggest advantage to that tap shifter would be if you were towing. I think it's a, it's definitely an awesome tool if you were towing a lot with your truck. You want a little more control over the shifts. Um, I think a lot of misconception about it is that you're going to be able to treat it like a ratchet shifter or take off in second or third, where that's just not what it does. <laughs> Yeah, but that's kind of, that's it's kind of what I, easy to put in. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the thing I've heard is just how easy it is to install, and then just being able to to choose the gear you know, like for towing or just any any number of different conditions that are that are on the road. And you mentioned it, so I definitely wanted to wanted to ask you about that. I noticed you also have a WC Fab shirt on, and yeah. I wanted to ask you what kind of what kind of uh, really custom Fab parts you got on the truck. Um, so WC Fab actually was the S four hundred kit. Okay. that I bought through those guys and uh I've since modified it into a into a compound kit myself this year <laughs> but the S400 kit I would I would buy it over and over again their stuff is is top notch for sure the fit was nice never gave me any issues and uh like I said I'm still running most of their parts I just had to build a couple other extra pipes and add on <laughs> um, and then I think like their pre-filter cover and I'm sure a few other odds and ends from those guys. I'm really That's looking at their new manifolds there. They had yeah. ECTs they got ready to yeah. come out. Waiting to see how that, how those price out. Yeah, those look, those look pretty cool. And yeah, I'm, I'm looking at your truck and I'm thinking this is such a cool build. I wouldn't know where to start with it. I definitely wouldn't have the mechanical skills to do something like this. Did you have a background in fabrication or modifying just automotive to put this together? Or did you kind of learn as you went and just tackled it head on? Just learn, pretty much learned as I went. I've always been pretty hands-on and stuff. And when I was younger with the, 
I had a couple of bicycles and stuff I strap motors on and just learn as I go, you know, put it together and you break it and then you try to fix it again and you get it going again and slowly you start to understand what you're working with. And like I said, the, the diesel stuff, I, I had an idea on, you know, small engines and stuff. And when I jumped into the diesels, I was like, man, I hope I didn't make a mistake. <laughs> but being here now, no, I, I prefer them over a gas truck any day. Now with, I remember when you sent the set of pictures at the start and you're like, Hey, you know, this is a, this is my build. And it caught my attention because of, you know, you're putting an LB seven into a half ton and it's changed a lot with the way that it looks. What, like, have you taken it out and raced it yet? Or are you still working on kind of buttoning up some of the, the different you know parts to it and different things or, or are you out there racing? Um, yeah, I mean, we're pretty much the the end goal really would be able to go out and compete in a lot of the ODSS and go to those. I mean, where I live isn't isn't ideal. I got to travel quite a ways to get to a lot of them. Um, but that would really be the goal. But as far as uh, I mean, yesterday we were at Grudge Night with it um, at the local track here, and uh, usually Wednesdays and Fridays we'll hit up Grudge Nights and Testing Tunes and see how fast we can go and. I'm hoping to make a East Coast Diesel Nationals with it, and uh, I think it's July 17th. I bet it turns but as far a lot. As the new setup, I haven't, uh, I haven't put the slicks on yet this year. <laughs> well, I bet taking it to the track, people probably it probably gets a lot of attention because you you see it, it's like, oh, it's a, you know, it's it, it's a gas truck, and then they hear it idling and see it, and they're like, well, that's something different. <laughs> oh yeah, it's got an element of surprise too, and. If it wasn't for the emblem on the grill and if it was parked somewhere and not running, it looks like a half gun all day. <laughs> and with, um, you know, the, the whole process, if somebody is listening and, and they want to do something like this, and let's say it's with a Duramax, what are some tips that you would give them, you know, before they buy a part, before they find the engine, before they find the platform, like, should they completely map out their build? Should they come up with a budget should they come up with a specific use or just what are some tips you would give someone being that you've gone through it you you've done the work you've put the you know the the time into it the parts to help them make sure that you know they get the build that they want they're happy with it when they're finished yeah i would 100 percent say to uh to have an end goal in mind to have have an end goal in mind and uh and especially if you have a power goal in mind Take it and add 200, 300 horse. <laughs> just, if you're thinking about drag racing, yeah. you're thinking 750, you're thinking 1,000. <laughs> it's just where it's going to end up. Always build to grow for sure. And and if you're going to build something drag racing oriented, definitely think about where you want to go time-wise, how fast you want to go. Um, a couple of things that I've changed on this truck I, I converted from coil springs in the front to coil overs, and that's been something I've been messing with, trying to trying to work with the suspension. And I actually changed frames. This is the second frame it's been in, um, because in the beginning I actually added weight to the rear of the frame because I I just knew how much my crew cab would spin the tires all the time, and I was like, I, I need to shift weight as much weight as I can in the back. So we we added like 300 pounds of ballast. We actually cut the cross members out welded in real thick solid material back there to add the weight and then as i've gone through and done my research a little more on 
suspension and and i've played with the i got some qa1 double adjustables in the back that i've been messing with and uh some split uh caliber racing split mono leafs in the back it's actually a single leaf and uh the more i've learned i realize i don't need that weight and the time that i've spent <laughs> adding all that weight to now go backwards and take it back out it, it definitely would have helped to have an idea of where i was going everything down to even for me the tire size in the back i run a 30 by 14 slick in the back and running through just some calculators and stuff online and i'm seeing that uh if I would have looked into it a little more and went with actually a taller tire, I'd probably be a little better off in the RPM range. So if you're building it to tow and stuff like that, definitely have an idea how much you're going to pull with it. And if you're, if you're, I don't know, into the mud truck thing, have an idea how tall you're going, I guess, and how, what really the plan is. That's some really good advice. If I had a dollar for every one of my friends that said, I'll be happy with 600 horse and then they end up at a thousand, I'd be retired right now. You know, and <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> even myself, I mean, I've done the same thing too. I'm like, oh, I just want 550 and then it ends up, ends up higher. And I know I've spent over the years, a lot of money redoing things or wishing I had gotten maybe a different truck, maybe a regular cab instead of, you know, this crew cabin. And, and it's just, it's so hard. I think it's, I think it's so hard to do in when we're just first getting into diesel because it's so hard to relate to the power levels and, and the experience of it. And I think, you know, like you said, the, the earlier in the process that you can kind of make a plan with whoever you're going to use it, you can save a lot of time and money and then just get from point A to point B as fast as you can. Yeah. And, and a lot of the companies that you reach out to, if, if you really have a power goal in mind, they can, they can guide you and, and you're talking to people with a ton of experience and you can save yourself a ton of money and a ton of headache in the meantime. I mean, I bought, I bought a wheel and cover kit, a 64 wheel and cover kit for the stock turbo back in the day. And that came off and sold, <laughs> and, you know, and then, I, then the next step I had 45% overs and then those weren't enough and those are gone. Then I bought the hundred percent overs. And now I'm thinking I might want some two fifties. So <laughs> you're still climbing. And then I had a 10 mil XG pump and then that wasn't enough. So then I bought the 12 mil. And I think just the other day, somebody had a 14 mil for sale. I was like, Ooh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, to pick that up. I, so, I can use it. <laughs> yeah. Well, who are, who are some companies or some people that have really helped you out on this build as you've gone, you know, through the process, whether it's, you know, friends or, um, you know, people, you know, local to you, or maybe they're like national brands and companies that you call up and say, Hey, I'm trying to get to this, this, this power goal, or, you know, how did you make the suspension work on your truck? Who were, who were some places that helped you? Yeah. Um, well, locally, uh, a good buddy of mine owns Quill Diesel Repair and he, he's always helping me out with, uh, finding parts He's a dealer for a lot of people. And, and he usually helps me track down the right part, or if he doesn't, have it you can send me in the right direction um all of my friends give me lots of help lots of labor pulling this tranny out is not a one-man job <laughs> um and then on top of that wc fab for sure helps me out got me all set up with the single uh kit for it um i won't run anything but air dog on any of my trucks those guys have been great any 
new regulators, any questions I've had, they are on top of it over there for sure. And uh, man, there's a ton of them I'm sure I'm forgetting, but <laughs> <laughs> um, having that elevated has, has hooked me up. And then a local guy here for that I've been going through for the tranny just for just for ease of closeness and he's really actually got the tranny dialed in for me is uh ctd performance which is local to me and uh steve over there is a great guy puts me up all the time it's yeah that's, that's another part of it too is just how much how much help we need with builds whether it's parts or just getting some friends over and be like hey i gotta pull this off what are you doing on you know saturday afternoon you don't want to <laughs> <Yeah>. come over <laughs> yeah. and uh but I think that makes it, you know, really cool. Like when you take it to the track and, and they're there and you're having fun and everybody feels like they're a part of it. And it's just, that's one of the really cool things about being a diesel enthusiast is, is seeing that or just, you know, like us sitting here chatting, you know, today and, and talking about the truck. It's just like, and I saw it, I was interested. I'm like, I got to know more about this, this build and, and what you're doing with it. Because we do get messages from people that, that are like, man, I want to put a diesel in a half ton. Do you know anyone that's done it? Or could you get somebody on the podcast? And I know you guys are out there. I, I definitely do. So I, I mean, I appreciate you reaching out to us, sharing the build and, and telling us about it. And for any of our listeners out there that want to follow you, they want to see what you're doing with this truck. Where are some places where they can see their videos or see posts and, you know, see updates and things that you're working on with this truck? Yeah, I always try to keep my Instagram uh, at Shorty Max updated all the time on what I'm doing. I post a lot of pictures and a lot of up close, a lot of the parts that I put on and every step as it goes, I try to keep track of it, not only for myself, but for anybody that wants to think about doing the swap. And uh, as far as videos, uh, a good friend of mine has a YouTube channel that's Two Valve Time Bomb, and he does all of our videos when we go to the track, when we go to any of the any of the ODSS races, any of the events. He he brings his camera and he's got a pretty sweet 12 valve that likes to likes to get down. <laughs> Have you raced him yet? Uh, <laughs> actually, <laughs> last year he was he was faster than me last year. We're, we're very close. We're about we're about two tenths apart. Uh, yeah, that is close. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be cool to uh, to see you know when you, where you take this truck and what you do with the build. So definitely keep us updated on it. Tag us and stuff. Send us send us videos. I love seeing you know what what people are working on out there and really cool builds like this and and someone like yourself that just tackled it head on you know, learned as you went, put a, put a plan together and you're having fun with it. I can tell that you really enjoy this build. You really enjoy the truck. And these are always some of my favorite podcasts to do is people who are chat with people who are really enthusiastic about the trucks. Cause it's infectious. Like I'm excited just looking at the truck and hearing you talk about it. And I want to see videos. I want to see posts. Oh yeah. We'll definitely, we'll definitely get some up. Hopefully we can, Hopefully we can go with 1099 in the quarter or, or 699 in the eighth. That's that's the goal. 10 second shoot. <laughs> I, I'm sure you will get there. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate your time today, Blake. And and again, thanks for reaching out to us, sharing the build with us, and then chatting up, chatting with us today about it. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Don't forget, diesel fans, make sure to head on over to dieselmatic.com if you're a shop owner looking to maximize your website, get a return on your investment, and find the customers that you're looking for. Use code TDP15. You get 15% off your first four months. 
Also wanted to give a shout out to our Patreon, one of our Patreon subscribers, it's Rights Diesel Services. If you guys are looking for ways to be able to engage with us more, influence the show, influence episodes, share your build, talk with us, have your truck featured on our podcast cover, get discount codes, join our Discord. You'll find a link down below and also on Instagram at the Diesel Podcast. And for our Patreon members, we have a lot of cool perks. You get episodes first. You can be listed as a co-director for an episode. There's lots of really really cool ways that you can become even more a part of the podcast that you listen to for hours per week or hundreds of hours a, a month or a year. So we want to see you guys on there. We love the support you've given us over the years and we wanted to create a way for you guys to be even more involved with us until next time. Keep the shiny side up. <laughs>